Welcome to the Cedarville Stories Podcast. Today on the show, we have a couple, Dr. Lyle Anderson and his wife, Connie. Dr. Anderson serves as Senior Professor of Music. Mrs. Anderson serves as the Assistant Professor of Piano Pedagogy. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to today's Cedarville Stories Podcast. I'm Mark Weinstein, and joining me on the program today is Dr. Lyle and Connie Anderson, two longtime members of the Department of Music at Cedarville University. What might surprise some listeners today is that this husband and wife duo have combined to teach students, whether at Cedarville University or in the Dayton region, for 100 years. That is a significant accomplishment, and I congratulate both of you for your steadfast service to students, whether in private lessons or in college classrooms. And neither one of you look 100 years old, so you guys look great. By way of introduction, Connie serves as the director of the keyboard pedagogy program at the university. In 2004, she was honored as the certified teacher of the year by the Ohio Music Teachers Association's Western District. Connie earned her bachelor's degree in piano performance from Cedarville University, actually Cedarville College back then, and a master's in keyboard pedagogy from Wright State University. Her husband, Dr. Lyle Anderson, serves as the senior professor of music and the director of the concert choral and the men's glee club at the university. Since 1970, Dr. Anderson has led 13 overseas missions ministries and 60 concert tours. And in in, in 1999, he was honored as Cedarville University's faculty member of the year. Like his wife, Connie, he earned his bachelor's degree from Cedarville University and I hate to say this, uh, being from my roots uh, up north, he earned his master's and doctorate degrees from Ohio State University. Lyle and Connie, it's a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, thank, thank you. you. It's our privilege. We're glad to be here. I want to, um, there's a lot of things I want to talk about with you guys, and there's a lot of places where we can go, but I want to start really with the, the core of the Andersons, and that's um, um, really your marriage and how you guys met each other? Because I think there's a unique story between or behind this. Um, how did you guys meet and uh, what's been your secret to uh, a great marriage? Oh, well, the biggest thing, the secret obviously is the Lord all the way through. But it's interesting because when I was in high school, I was a junior in high school and Lyle's uh Quartet came out and he was singing in Spokane, Washington through Cedarville doing the tours. And I met them at church, talked to them, and like they were good ambassadors for Cedarville, they were trying to convince me to come. And I just kept going, no, no, I will be going to LABC, it's in my territory. And then I'm going to go to Biola and I'm going to be a nurse. And so, you know, we just, that was what I thought the Lord wanted me to do. Well, we ended up meeting again in Seattle at a conference and the Lord just worked it out through uh, hearing about the piano department and just a scholarship that was available. And the Lord really turned my heart. So two years later, I ended up back at Cedarville and we never left. But we became really good friends. We were able to talk. And the Lord, we just give all the credit to the Lord. He just moved. And throughout the months, uh, we became close. And so our first date 
was his recital, and he took me to AMW Root Beer. And <laughs> <laughs> really a high dollar investment there after my senior recital. And it was wonderful. And then we were married my senior year here. So the Lord has been so good. It has been a great ride. And we just celebrated our 49th uh, anniversary. And we just love going through life together uh, in ministry, as well as in obviously our relationship. Yeah, that's a fabulous story. I knew that uh, I knew the story that Connie, you accompanied yeah. Lyle, and I didn't I didn't know the backstory of that. But uh, so I, I got it today. So you were a student, and he was he was on staff though at the time, right? Is that correct? No, I was a student as well. Oh, okay. Two years ahead of me. I came from Des Moines, Iowa, and she from Spokane, Washington, and we've been in Cedarville, Ohio, ever since. Forty nine years. That's great. So when uh, you guys are not teaching or performing because music's a, a lot of your life what are some things you'd like to do uh individually and together oh we love to travel the, our first love is being with our family and having our kids with us and our grandkids but then just the traveling we love experiencing new cultures and we've loved it in ministry yeah as you mentioned earlier mark um we've been in uh, 48 countries i believe at my last count uh, and we're Grateful for those experiences of learning and of ministry, nearly every state here in our own country. So travel for us is a wonderful uh, therapy as well as a learning experience. What are some lessons that you've learned from some of these traveling experiences, whether it's with Cedarville students or just individually or, or collectively with yourselves? I think one of the biggest ones, the first trips that we took, like to Australia and to Brazil, is that we learn from them and in their worship styles and it just oh to hear those people pray in their language to sing in their language we don't really know what they're saying but you feel their hearts that to me has really been it's been a learning lesson that they do things right you know that we can't go over and think that oh we have to change them into the american way we we have loved that. It's been a real inspiration uh, spiritually mm -hmm. to grow uh, through visiting their little house churches uh, and uh, larger venues and to just sense that we are all members of God's family. That's the beautiful uh, worldwide um, gleaning that we have had from these experiences. Mark, it's fun because we've also watched couples get together and get married after traveling together overseas. These are Cedarville students? Yes. 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 And so that's been a yes. byproduct of it. Yes. It's obviously not the, the main reason, no. but it's been beautiful to see. <laughs> you know, you mentioned, um, you know, about not feeling like you have to transform people from whatever country to the way Americans worship. Did you ever, did, was there a, was it, was there an urge to do that early on? There may be some of that built into us, but um, we've never really struggled uh, with that. It was, Lord, help us to be open, help us to just savor the body of Christ. And also uh, realizing that lost souls 
need the Lord Jesus Christ above all. And to sing the gospel um, is very humbling and it is very uh, edifying for us. Yeah. So do you have any uh, future trips uh, planned or has COVID kind of uh, stalled that a little bit for you? COVID has pretty much limited that for now, even domestic tours. But we have hope that uh, in the near future, God willing, we will resume these types of trips. Uh, the last overseas trip was to Poland uh, two years ago. Okay. Now, um, speaking of COVID, um, obviously it's impacted a lot of things, um, including um, I think you guys are uh, practicing and teaching your students differently here at Cedar, right? Did I hear that you you're outside under tents and performing that way? Yes, our choral groups, uh, when we want to have the full group together, uh, meet in the newly erected tents outside my office window there. Uh, it's about 30 by 60. And so we still use masks and distancing. Um, I've been doing a lot of sectional rehearsals. We'll have all the women come one day when we're indoors because we cannot have the full corral. Uh, so we'll have half and half and then get all together in the tent, uh, for example, on Fridays. Okay, has that made teaching and directing more difficult for you? Oh, there are additional little steps, but you know, it's been exciting to see how the Lord continues to teach us much through this process. Well, I'm, I'm for people who are listening to the podcast, they can't see what I see. I see Lyle and Connie sitting side by side, and when I asked that question, uh, Connie kind of started to chuckle. What's it like for you as a spouse to? Uh, support Lyle during this difficult um, teaching opportunity. And, and, you, and it's same thing for you, because you teach as well. Well, I love knowing that he is out there. I wish that I wasn't teaching during that hour. But just the picture of seeing them all in their masks and the students, because I have a lot of them in my classes too, they are loving it. They don't feel like they're lacking anything. And they'll come in and just, you know, even though they stand the whole time, they're still enjoying it and they're still, you know, they're, they'll say, we're still worshiping through our songs. You know, it's just, it's different. I know from Lyle, the perfectionist that he is, it's tricky for him. He's not able to tell how their mouth is open or shut or whatever, and he can't really hear the blend, but, oh, he's rolling with it beautifully. Hey, we all have to adjust to different situations, yeah. so I commend you for doing that. Now, um, as I mentioned in my introduction, combined years, you both have, you, you guys have taught for 100 years. Lyle, 50 years at Cedarville this year. Now, Connie, you um, taught a lot of private lessons. How long have you actually taught on staff at Cedarville University? I started right after I graduated. So I started as adjunct, and I did that for a lot of years, and about yeah, about 25 years. I was at part-time. Uh, I taught from home. And then when this building was erected, they had me move in here as adjunct. And then I'm on my probably 21st year, 22nd year mm -hmm. now of being full-time. So altogether, you've been at the university close, close to 50 years yourself. Yes. So um, what's it like for a married couple like yourselves to teach at the same institution in the same department? 
I love it. We absolutely rejoice in yeah. it. Our office is about uh, 120 feet apart, and uh, we do interface a few times during the day in the midst of our very different schedules. Uh, but just to know she is here and to realize that we're in this field together, uh, it's been a, a blessing. It's hard to put into words, Mark. Yeah, I love it too. And I know we've had different people say, oh, you really can work with your husband. And that is the bit, not saying it's because Lyle, but it is, <laughs> it is the best. I love, just like he said, knowing he's here and that we can share. We share students. Uh, we share going to recitals and things. It's really special. And I love supporting her students yeah, who does. are budding professional piano teachers themselves in the keyboard pedagogy program. And so uh, gracious to come to our concerts and <laughs> we just love supporting one another. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great story. And I can see it just by visually watching here on Zoom how much you do enjoy that. Um, what's the reaction from the students who maybe share both of you in different times? The kids laugh at me when they see me in the hall and run up and give Lyle a hug, or he'll give me a little peck on the cheek before I come into class. So I get teased about that sometimes. But I think they like that they could talk, especially my pedagogy majors who are Lyle's accompanists, a lot of them, you know, and they'll just share things about working with him and things. So it is fun to hear their comments. Just the camaraderie that we share, not only as uh, fellow teachers, but as husband and wife carries over into relationships with all of these students as well. Uh, we love mentoring in the Fit to be Tied program. And in, this year we have four couples and we just love learning from the couples and um, endeavoring to point them towards a, a Christ-centered marriage in, in the future. And it's really neat because <clears throat> we have kept in touch with a lot of them after they have graduated. So we just, oh, we can't say enough about the Fit to be Tied program and how much we enjoy that connection. Well, that's, an, that's a really an important ministry. Um, always has been, but even probably more so now with with the uh, assault on marriages today. Um, so I commend you for um, sharing your lives with, with the students. How long have you been doing this? Probably 25 years or so. I think we have well over 30 couples that uh, we've been, again, humbled to have had uh, as uh, mentorees. Um, and we just thank the Lord for each and every one of them. And we rejoice to see them go on. Marriage is solidly on the foundation of Christ. Uh, bring their children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's very fulfilling to us. So the, the, the structure of the program is that you guys are building into the young student's life. I understand that. But there has to be times when the student's surprise you or teach you? What What are some lessons the students have taught you guys over the years? Well, I was just looking at Lyle. Uh, we have these conversations. I'm trying to think of specific. There are no two people uh, to, as part of a couple who are like any other couple. They come with completely different backgrounds, uh, stories of grace, uh, stories of um, 
how the Lord has led in their life and their diligence to seek guidance from the Word of God is always an encouragement for us as a couple who have walked down that road much in advance of them. That's one way that we learn a great deal just about their backgrounds and how we can minister to them effectively. I think one of the things that I love watching is the maturity of the students as they grow through the program, as they have their large sessions, just hearing them come back month after month or week after week and the maturity, the things that they are talking about, honestly, we didn't talk about before marriage and that they are really thinking through some things that could be uh, just big discussion things when, you know, after the wedding. Their transparency always is an inspiration to us. And we think of areas like, you know, we could work on that in our own life, honey. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so we remain open to uh, God's master plan in this beautiful um, marriage that he has created. The whole concept of marriage is his. Yeah. It's so neat to see how this structure is for you to teach the younger couples the ways of marriage that you've learned, yet they're actually teaching you many things that, uh, and learning is never, uh, we never stop learning. And so that's fabulous. Yeah, it, it is good. So um, speaking of learning, I'm going to focus on Lyle for a second. So you've been at the university 50 years. Uh, how has teaching changed in that 50 years and how has it stayed the same? I think one of the major changes, of course, would be in technology. Uh, we started well before the computer era. Um, a good bit of our work as professors here involves technology of which my wife is much superior uh, than I. And so being able to contact students um, digitally is an amazing development in education, but students are still the same. We have such a high quality of student who comes here to Cedarville um, academically, and they're usually multi-talented people they do several things well. And so it, it's a privilege to work with them. That's, I think, always been the case, though. And we're grateful for the Lord leading talented young people uh, to teach. And again, we learn from them in our classrooms, as well as in those mentoring situations. Connie, has anything changed for you? Obviously, technology, but what would you point to? I think the students are coming more prepared. The piano teaching world keeps evolving. There are a lot more seminars, conferences. So I feel that over the years, they're coming with more background and things. But like Lyle said, they are still the students. I'm, I don't think a day goes by that I don't go at lunchtime and go, oh, I know the Lord just keeps us here because I love my students and I love my classes. Now, that answer actually led uh, what's going to be my next question. So I'm going to ask it anyways, and maybe Lyle or can answer it. Um, what keeps you teaching at Cedarville University? The students and the Lord's call on our life. I, I would have to 
blend those two together. We are extremely grateful for the opportunity to touch in some way students, um, not limited to academically, but uh, just in living the Christian life. And just to watch them grow over these four very formative years in their life uh, is astounding. And then we become friends for life, literally. How are you able, because I hear, I hear Lyle has an incredible memory and that he can um, recall names of students 50 years back. And the, those students are married. They have kids. Those, they, he knows the kids' names. How does that happen, Lyle? That has to be a great gift. Well, I won't say that my memory is uh, infallible at all, but uh, I try to associate faces with names, and that has helped. Uh, one of our grads just called me from Cleveland. He's been in the ministry for 40 years. I just love getting back with him on that. He was in one of my first groups, first started teaching at Cedarville. Through the years, these people... Once in a while, we'll rub shoulders with them. They'll send me an email, and it warms my heart. When people will come up, I'll grab his hand, and he could tell if I can't pull out the name. You know, so he'll insert it into the conversation, and then I'm ready. But he is really good at that. He could remember the churches we went to, who the pastor was, and I, I just I'm always amazed at that. Yeah, that's a great gift uh, to have, and. It just shows the, um, the, the high emphasis and priority of actually getting to know people and valuing people. And so uh, we, we all could take uh, learn from that lesson. I'm going to transition just a little bit. I still want to stay on the teaching side, but I, I want to focus now on the relationships that you guys have had with your colleagues in the, in the Department of, of, of Music. So over the years, you know. When, when the building that you're in right now, the Dixon Ministry Center, uh, was built, I, I believe um, uh, Chuck Clevenger was instrumental in leading that charge. And, you know, obviously I know some of the older time guys like Mike DeKerchy and Charlie Pernard, and there's probably names I don't even know. But what's it like to work with, a, with colleagues who are so gifted in their, in their area and uh, without, without having any maybe— um, uh, tension or um, jealousy, because there there has to be egos involved uh, with, when there's so many talented faculty and musicians. Is, is that even fair to say? The aspect of teamwork has always been so strong here at Cedarville. We are pulling for one another. We love doing things collaboratively. Um, I'll have uh, the orchestra collaborate with the chorale at the Christmas concerts and uh, just working together. We have a healthy respect for one another's gifts, realizing that um, we all have them in different areas. And uh, just to be a part of a team where to a person, everyone's dedicated to the highest quality uh, for the glory of God, that uh, alleviates any worldly-like uh, competition that that might appear in, in other contexts. but. This is what has kept us in Christian higher education, for sure. And as an adjunct professor, Connie, um, what's it like for you? Uh, I assume you you feel part of the, the team as much as a, a full-time member, right? And I've been full-time for 25 years, so 
kind of half and half. And the adjunct is a different position because you're not in with the departmental meetings, you know, so a lot of it is not relayed to you. But, you know, through these last 20, 22, whatever years, it has been great. And like Lyle said, I think we are so supportive of each other and the worst. We try to go to all the concerts that we can of each other and our students, what I love seeing, and that's something I really miss with the COVID is that they can't hang out in the lounge because we walk by that. That was such a community. Now they hang out outside. They have their chairs and that is a really neat thing to watch too. But it's the students don't feel that unhealthy competition either. And we're we're just really great. And that's as a faculty, we really like to watch that and the, develop the love and friendship. We're all trying to make his praise glorious. That's right. That's right. Whatever we do, whether it's music, whether it's uh, engineering. I, I agree with Lyle's assessment earlier that uh, Cedarville people really pull together as a team and they, they support each other like really no place I've ever I've ever seen. So uh, that's really encouraging. In our final few minutes of the podcast, I'm interested in knowing how Lyle and Connie, you uh, inter- intersect your faith with your teaching. So when we are talking in class, it is so important for me to share with the, my students, a lot of them would be females, that oftentimes we are the only person that our students can talk to. We're a one-on-one, they come from a classroom usually. Sometimes there are unique situations at homes and that they have to be just grounded in their faith. I encourage them to take counseling classes here if they can. And just to study helps, you know, that uh, Christian books and readings and things. Um, But that is so important that they have a testimony to their students. And we talk about, you know, the environment of the, even the piano teachers, they're a little bit surprised you'd expect it to be maybe a little more conservative, but there are a lot of viewpoints out there that are not. There's a lot of the uh, new age. And so we just, in our classes, I want them to be prepared to be able to be a witness to their peers, their piano teachers when they get out. We're, we're so blessed to be in an integrative field, and I know every faculty member here would say the same thing. Um, dealing with, for example, choral music, I spend a great deal of time selecting the music that I trust will teach and admonish, as the scriptures say, and that will have a long shelf life in the lives of our students who spend so much time preparing music technically, but they also have those wonderful texts that are with them for life. And I can certainly attest to that. Um, Not just strong poetry, but memorizing a large quantity of scripture through the repertoire that I would use with the Men's Glee Club or the Concert Chorale or Vocal Arts Ensemble. And to pray together um, at the beginning of our classes is not a token kind of thing, uh, and may it never be. Uh, We really love the fellowship of prayer that galvanizes us together so that we can serve better um, corporately as a whole 
corral, for example. Um, we're on the same page and trying to honor and glorify God and grow in our spiritual life as well as our musical life. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Music at Cedarville is really special. I, it's one of the things I've enjoyed in my 10 years here that um, it's done well. It's done for the right reason with the right with the right heart. So I, I thank you for your leadership in that. And I really thank you. I thank your students um, for performing so well. Um, does it feel like you've taught each about 50 years? No. no. We, we, no. we are surprised as anybody <laughs> at that. It really does. Who's counting? You know, we've just enjoyed every year yeah. to the maximum. And uh, the years click off and they remind us that uh, there's only one life and it will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And that to us is more than a cliche. What's it, uh, yeah, Lyle, what's it like? Um, I think maybe only Dr. Murdoch has been here longer than you. Is that true? That's correct. And we had him uh, ourselves. He was a U.S. history teacher. Mm -hmm. Our children have had Murray Murdoch. Our grandchildren <laughs> have had Murray Murdoch. And we have one granddaughter who sings, by the way, in our corral right now. We have two here at the university. Oh, that's special. What's that like to have your granddaughter in, in your musical performance? We love her singing in that alto section and to see her at every rehearsal and just keep the family bond going strongly. Well, time is up, but I, I do want to ask you one final question. And that is, um, you know, as, as we deal with COVID, as you deal with COVID, as you study scripture and live life together, what is the Lord teaching you, Lyle, Connie, individually or collectively? I think for me, it is so humbling to have any part in a field such as this that allows us a platform of witness and of testimony. Um, one of my many life verses, Psalm 43, he has put a new song in my mouth, even praise my God. Many shall see it and shall fear and shall trust in the Lord. And that promises I claim uh, at least once a week uh, in my uh, devotional life and preparations for my classes. Thank you for sharing. How about you, Connie? I think with the changes and with some of my students in quarantine, you know, and you're continually, every day is a different day. And I just read and shared with Lyle this morning about resting in the Lord. He is your peace and he is your strength. And that I don't try to do all these changes and uh, everything on my own. He's just really teaching me that I need to lean on him. And that, oh, that's so encouraging. And she mentioned to me uh, that as a result of her uh, devotions, and she said, you know, really resting in the Lord is an act of worship, right. even in the COVID era. Oh, those are great lessons, and thanks for sharing. We, we can all take those to heart and um, learn and grow. So uh, our time is gone. It was fast. I told you it, it would probably go up pretty quickly, but it's a pleasure to um, get to know you a little bit. Thank you for ministering to students uh, faithfully for 50 years uh, each and uh, continue to do it. And I pray that the Lord gives you many more years here at Cedarville to make a difference for the kingdom through through music. Thanks, Lyle and Connie. Thank, Thank you, Mark. you, Mark. It's been very gracious yes. of you. Thank you for listening to Cedarville Stories podcast brought to you by Cedarville University. 
If you were encouraged by this conversation, like I was, please share this episode with a friend. If you know of an awesome Cedarville story, share it with us. We would love to showcase how God is at work in the Cedarville family. And be sure to come back next week when we'll hear another Cedarville story for God's glory.